To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 192 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a special guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm affectionately known as the Wadhams Modhams. <laughs> Uh, the word on the main street, man on the main street, Sean Rapier. So happy to be here, guys. Yeah, glad Super to happy. have you. It has brought everybody into the same room for the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. even me and Sean. <laughs> yeah, I had to bring uh, had to bring something up, so it forced us to all get together, <laughs> which is nice. We'll have to thank our mother for getting all of us together. Yeah, yeah. it's her fault. It is. Well, <laughs> it's your fault, mom. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you get us all together? <laughs> Uh, but uh, Sean failed to mention he's the host of a fantastic podcast. Why don't you tell us about that real quick? Yeah, it's the Castle Collective, where uh, in each episode I just talk to different friends of mine who are experts and huge fans of Disneyland. And Sean and Brian are on multiple episodes. We're the huge fans, not the experts. And, <laughs> and Brian, uh, our next episode will be featuring Brian. So <gasps> Yay. That'll be uh, coming so out excited. soon. So excited. Yeah, nice. it's a fun, fun show. Yeah, and I just uh, listened to the episode with uh, Skipper Rob. Yeah. For Holland Mansion Holiday. That, that was, was really fun to revisit it, man. That it was, was cool. I enjoyed it. And I'll tell listeners that haven't listened to the podcast yet. Even I, listening to the podcast, was like, I have so much I want to like interject. I mm-hmm. want to be part of this <laughs> conversation. The whole time. And so, uh, to me, that's the feel of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very uh, conversational. And, yeah. We and just kind of choose be part a, of it. We choose a topic. We choose a theme, an attraction. Uh, we have some of our favorited episodes by listeners is uh, what you guys have been involved with. Yes. Which are our like top five or top ten lists are really <laughs> fun, and we just talk about Disneyland. We love it. So it's like when we first started and we were doing the uh, hidden gems episodes. Hidden gems. Those were always yeah. our big ones. Yeah, they still are. They yeah. still are really fun. Um, well, thanks for joining. Uh, before we officially begin this episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely, Get Away Today is a fantastic travel company to work with. And while they cannot currently get you to the Disneyland Resort, they can get you to Disney World, um, other other. I can't talk. (laughs) Other, other Southern California destinations. That's hard to say. Other Southern. That's like other Southern California. Other Southern. Other Southern. And Southern Utah and Las Vegas, and they can get you all sorts of different places. And once the cruise lines get going again, they do that. Um, also make sure you visit their website to get information about their new travel savings plan. That's not going to be around forever. It is a limited time thing. So if you want to get going on that, definitely go check out their website and get more information on that. But if 
you are going to be booking a vacation, uh, especially a Southern California vacation, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street 10. It is all lowercase, the number one zero. And that's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com, or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. That $10 could get you a treat over at Marceline's Confectionery at Downtown Disney. Yes. You can't eat it there, but you can take it home. So, uh, and if you get caught eating it there, you'll be arrested. <laughs> All right. So I will tell you, Meg, my, I should probably say on the show, my wife, because you guys know <laughs> yeah. her as Meg, but not everybody does, that's listening. I, she had a coworker that went just to go to Buena Vista Street. Wow. Her and her mom and maybe sister. She said it was super weird. And very yeah. awkward having to take your food off site to be able to eat it. She said it wasn't really worth yeah. going for. She's, or I guess her mother thought it was just to be able to like go and see it and be able to be in the atmosphere. Yeah. But but yeah, she said it's super obnoxious. I'm heading to Southern California weird. tomorrow. We talked about it because I'm going with one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a big Disney guy, and we just decided it probably isn't worth the drive. You yeah, know, yeah. Be an hour and a quarter driving. Yeah, I understand the lines are just huge, and pretty soon kids will be out of school. It'll be yep, even right. Everybody <laughs> wants busier. a taste of the magic. Yep, if they can get out of their home. Ooh. That's yeah. the other thing. They've got that stay-at-home <laughs> order in place right now, now. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Is that affecting San Diego as well? Yes. Yeah, you can't. I mean, even a lot of the outdoor dining is closed now, and mm-hmm. it's. <sighs> yep, it's really shut down there. I don't know Bones if they understand stuff. in California that an exposure is being in a six-foot radius of somebody for 15 straight minutes. I think taking your mask off to take a quick bite <laughs> yeah. isn't going to be a problem. Science. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you know, we, we ignore facts on this show and just yeah. want to go to Disneyland. Yep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All I right. actually don't care what happens <laughs> as long as I get to go to Disneyland. <laughs> All right. Uh, so usually I do this week at the Disneyland Resort, but uh, you, there's not really much to do. Outdoor dining's gone. You can't eat treats on site. It's basically... Uh, you can't do anything. You can go shop and go home. You so. can sit in your house with all your masks on. And Indeed. stare at your family that have their masks on, too. Indeed. You can stand in line for an hour in the snow for a <laughs> loaf of bread. There you go. <laughs> I think that's kind of true. That <laughs> might be in some yeah. areas of California. All right. You northern folks know what I'm talking about. So if anybody is uh, going to uh, downtown Disney or has been during this fun, incredible time, uh, let us know how it was. Let us know uh, your experience. Um, but other than that, we'll just head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is once again trivia time. woo hooty doody Woo. I'm so excited to not <laughs> know it in indeed. person. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> this this last week's was an extremely hard one, and like yeah, I told you all, cow. I didn't even know this before I looked it up, but I read it while we were looking for... Did you get any right answers on last no, week? No, 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 not at all. I um, think you would. <laughs> I think, well, we'll talk about this in a minute. 
Um, the question last week, if you guys missed it, was how many PCs are set up to run Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, kind of blew my mind that there were even PCs set up to run this. Uh, I guess there's got to be some kind of computer system, but I figured it'd be some like massive machine, and maybe it is. But um, <laughs> The fact that I read said that the attraction features more than 150 PCs which includes one for each of Midway Mania's 56 game screens as well as others that control the special effects at each game. Wow, it's crazy. So I think everybody that answered the closest person was still 101 away. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember Good right, gravy. the last, the closest one that I got was like 49, I think. And but does the ride break down every time they want to update Word? Or is that... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know if that's built into the... You just you just go through the attraction. It's just the updates. And everything's on the blue screen of death. Yeah, um, yeah. That'd be a terrifying attraction. It would be. That yeah, would be, be scary. Horrible. Uh, but anyway, sorry to throw out such a hard question. I just found it fascinating. So I that thought, well, we're going to throw this in as trivia. I probably should have picked something that we talked about on the show last week for trivia and th- threw this in as a fact. For last week but yeah that's cool Meh. it was tough <laughs> so anyway we're going to go with a little bit easier question this week and it is going to be during christmas time at disneyland the three caballeros perform at viva navidad what are the names of all three caballeros mm. easy it is very easy yeah so <laughs> oh we'll, judge we'll a see, shot though. no i know it i know this one <laughs> we'll see though some people might not be familiar with all the names of each of the three caballeros but uh in my opinion yes this is very easy to be fair i just watched the three caballeros oh, like a couple months ago it's such a good also, show also to be fair I just, they do have a ride. At, they have their own oh, ride at true. Disney World. Oh, they we do. Went on last I didn't week, know so. that. Yes. That's so cool. I have seen them very recently. Awesome. Hint, hint on what we're talking about today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, if you guys know it or think you know it, make sure you send the answer to me. That is Brian. Wow. <clears throat> that is this. Brian. W O T M S at gmail.com. Fantastic. And then, of course, if you guys want to contact us, feel free to do so via email. Brian just gave him gave him his. Gave you. Gave you. My email. <laughs> Tonight's we, rough. We just can't talk today, and Tonight that's okay. Rough. And uh, none of us have been drinking. Yeah. Which well, is something None else, of us drink. Huh? I'm drinking Coke. Yeah, that's true. So before <laughs> we get moving any further, can I announce our winner of the trivia giveaway oh, yeah. that we never yeah. announced last week? Yeah. We awesome. were going to talk about that, and then we did Yeah, let's didn't. do that before. So I got the answers all compiled. We figured out who all got entries. And our lucky winner for the, um, let's see, what part of the train was it? I don't remember. It was one of the parts. <laughs> anyway, um, part of the McDonald's train collection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh... Minnie Mouse on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates oh. Mickey, Pirates Minnie. <laughs> so uh, the winner of that toy is going to be Brittany Phillips. Ooh. Brittany Phillips, you were the winner of Yay, that Brittany. trivia. So um, if you would like to send Sean an email, he will get your information from you and get that sent to you as soon as possible. Yeah, and my email, uh, if you want to contact us, and Brittany, if you want to shoot me an email, 
My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. We'll get that sent out to you as soon as possible. Not sure what that means exactly, but... Uh, it means you'll get it at some point. <laughs> and then, um, of course, other ways to contact us. You can do it by phone. Leave us a nice voicemail at 801-923-2455. Or, of course, we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So go follow us, like us, poke us, add us. Don't poke me. Whatever <laughs> whatever the kids are doing these days. They're not All poking. those crazy kids. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Anyway. You poke me. I don't poke back. <laughs> and then, of course, if you want to support the show, uh, the best way to do it, of course, is to listen to the podcast every week. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast which is uh, available on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, and Audible. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to support us in a more financial sense, you can do so at patreon.com slash word on the main street. And then if you haven't, please subscribe. Leave us a, a nice five-star review. And that being said, we have a new review. It's just week after week. Every week. Right on. We get a new review. Let me guess. One star? Uh, More, uh... How about you times that by five? Wow. Five stars. Wow, that's that's a rarity these days. We need to have a sound effect for a five-star review. Right now. Six, five stars. Siren goes off. Confetti falls from the sky. Do we have sky. a sound engineer, somebody that wants to put that together? That's awesome. If you want to I'm put sure together a little sound file for <laughs> us, send it to sean.wotms at gmail.com. Uh, would you like me to read it? You yeah, want to go read for it? it. You're our review reader. Am I? Am I the official? Pretty reader? much. Cool. I think you're unofficially the official <laughs> review reader. All right, let's read this new one from Psycho Pouncer. Psycho little Pouncer. little scary sounding, but uh, very intense. I like it. Beats some of the other names I've heard. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, Psycho Pouncer left us a five-star review titled A Great Disneyland-Focused Podcast. Uh, and it's a long one, so bear with us. Uh, if you guys want to interrupt at any point, feel free. Uh, but he says, I listen to many Disneyland podcasts and Wattams is always in the rotation. Sean and Brian bring a unique sibling-based dynamic to the Disney podcast space, and they have an easygoing, humorous point of view of Disney, the parks, and entertainment. I'm glad somebody feels it's humorous, because, you know, it's jokes. jokes. (laughs) It's jokes. I really enjoy the Disney trivia corner, and I personally find the Disney news and knowledge to be quite accurate. Although some might not enjoy the frequent newsome references, the only news that exists currently regarding Disneyland is that it has been and will remain closed due to the ongoing lockdown. True. True. That's all I got. Uh, Most, if not all, Disneyland-focused podcasts and YouTube channels touch on this very unfortunate aspect every week as it is the ongoing status quo. And most of the hosts of those shows have similar views and opinions regarding the governor. I don't see this as negativity, but simply the current state of news and affairs in regard to Disneyland, the Anaheim area, 
and the theme park industry in California. I enjoy the podcast and will continue to listen, and I recommend it to anybody looking for a relaxed, lighthearted, family-produced Disneyland podcast. Beautiful. Yay. Yeah. Brings a tear to my eye. I know. That was awesome, That's man. Nice that was one. really cool. Yeah. Great review. Yeah, thanks, It's almost Psycho like Panzer. it's 100% the opposite of the last one that we read. <laughs> Interesting. I give interesting. you guys props for reading them all. I think oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Everybody gets their review. Bad noticed. or good. May as well read it. <laughs> sure. Poke fun at the ones that are negative. Poke fun. Take what we can from it yeah. and apply it to the show. So it's awesome. Really thank cool. You, uh, thank you, Psycho uh, Pouncer, for the uh, kind five star review. We do appreciate it, um, especially to battle a couple uh, negative reviews. We have received fantastic almost directly like they were talking to those people (laughs) all right awesome cool well let's get into the meat the uh, turkey leg if you will of the episode today we've got a few points of news and then we're going to talk with sean who recently had a trip to walt disney world uh i'm sure uh, hashtag jealous uh, from me and brian (laughs) amen Uh, and from all you disneyland goers but uh, before we get into that, uh, let's uh, talk about a couple things. Uh, first off, Disneyland has issued a COVID campaign with the Incredibles. I don't know if you guys have I seen, seen that. that no. um, I briefly looked over it. My kids got really excited when they saw the Incredibles on the screen. And that's as far as we got. Yeah, so basically they're using the Incredibles to say, like, stay six feet. And they use, uh, I've seen a, a picture of uh, Stretch... Stretch Girl, is that her name? Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Elastigirl, yeah. uh, With her arm way out. Nice. Because she stretches. Yeah. Uh, They use uh, Dash for washing your hands. Uh, I think they use Violet or something. For the maintaining six feet. The bubble. Do they use her for that as well? Wouldn't Dash be the worst for washing your hands? Because wouldn't you get it done in like two seconds? Pretty much. (laughs) You're supposed to watch for at least 30 seconds. It's a very poorly put together. In the movie, he does wash his hands and nothing flat. And Violet makes sure that it's with soap. Yeah. Yep. My kids could recite that whole thing for you if you ever wanted to hear it. Anytime we're at the dinner table. My favorite one that they do is with uh, Edna Mode. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, it says, tip one, wear your face covering, darling. <laughs> um, so, so Sean can see. Nice. Oh, see those are cool. Before, they're very but... stylized. Yeah, they, they're very stylistic with the yeah. whole uh, era of the Yeah, Incredibles. they look super cool. Would you call that like, what, 1960s yeah. era? Kind of 1960s pop uh a word for it but yeah it's it's very cool so very 1960s comic book looking oh yeah and uh definitely feel like this is disney trying to you know everybody do what you need to do so we can open yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so that's a good one that's really so. smart i wish there was uh something where like mrs frozone gets too close to someone else and frozone just yells <laughs> at her <laughs> just <laughs> Frozone's the funniest <laughs> when he's upset about his suit. Where's, Where's my super suit? suit? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, another bit of good news. Uh, Pfizer vaccines for the COVID-19 virus uh, have been shipped to California. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little over 300,000 uh, doses for emergency use. But uh, hopefully that'll help with something. We'll see. 
We'll see. We'll start but, to uh, move the needle. Yeah, 300,000 in a state like California doesn't seem like much. No, no. <laughs> Maybe it'll be localized in, uh, or centralized in L.A. area. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> Disneyland workers weren't in that 1A group. Right. <laughs> get it first. Yeah. That'd be great. No, because then they could open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want that. No. All right. Uh, so that's it regarding COVID and yeah. California. Yeah. So. Or Newsom or anything like that. So positivity yeah. here on it. Yes, yes. Calm down, folks. Uh, what I thought was cool is they released 2021 Disneyland and Walt Disney World merchandise. I don't know if you saw any. I did not. While you were there. Um, it looks like it uses a lot of the new Mickey Mouse. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So we saw, I didn't know it was specific to it. I don't follow the merch that much. But we saw a lot of really cool stuff, and my kids picked up some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's in squares. <laughs> Is that a good way to describe it? Uh, so they just have squares on, like, Mickeys and yeah. magic bands. Uh, yeah, we saw frames. a lot of that type of stuff. Very cool. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I really like this new cartoon style. Like it, I love it. It very much resonates with me. They're yes. really pushing it, too, in the parks. Um, uh-huh. We went to a theater. Have you seen uh, Vacation, Mickey, where he goes to uh, Potato Land? Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, my favorite. I so they Potato actually Land. had a full set. I can show you the pictures. We were able to take a picture Welcome to Potato Land or Greetings from Potato Land. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it's awesome. really fun. I would love yeah. that. They have what they call the Mickey Shorts Theater and all of the seat backs are Mickey's shorts. Oh my god. <laughs> so gosh, it's literally called awesome. the Mickey Shorts Theater and they had they showed that one. And then outside they had like four of the places that he went on vacation. That's so that you cool. could take a picture of the background, but Potato Land mm. was the only one we wanted. Oh, it's that was Potato probably Land. Hands <laughs> down my favorite new cartoon. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, we loved it. And of course my favorite part is uh the haunted mansion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, where he's uh pushing him through on a mine cart. <laughs> the potatoes arrive for yeah. a midnight spree. <laughs> I like uh so funny. That great moments one. with Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Four score and seven meals ago. Our, Our four potatoes. <laughs> Brought forth a great gravy. <laughs> that is, if you've not seen, I think it's, is it just Mickey Vacation? It goes on vacation, or I don't know what it's called, but. The cartoons? Yeah. I know that one, that particular cartoon is just called Potato Land. Oh, is it really just called uh-huh. Potato Land? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I think it's like one of the longest shorts. M- Mickey's stressed out about where he's going to take Minnie on vacation, and he looks back at all the vacations they've done and how they've gone Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I haven't either. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that one up. Is this the new stuff? Oh, on this one goes right Disney into Plus? Potato Land. Really? Yeah, so maybe it's a longer version it of that. It could be a compilation. Yeah. It could was be it episodes. in the theater? It's in the theater. Because I know they were talking. I had read that they had a short meant for that. Like yeah, so theater, they so. so in this he looks back, he flashes back mm. at previous vacations, and one of them's Potato Land. That's awesome. So I had never <laughs> seen it outside of that theater. So anyway, really Potato fun. Potato Land. Uh, gosh, that's a good one. But yeah, all this stuff. It's it's. It looks like it's black and white for the most part. At least the characters, um, and then the backgrounds on the merch is different. A little colors, bit Art like Deco. Right? Yeah, really cool looking. Yeah, um, and then uh, I thought this was kind of cool. Over at Walt Disney World, there was a boy uh, who used his new legs for the first time. Wow. At Walt Yay. Disney World. Awesome. Um, That's cool. If you go to the 
Disney Parks blog. Um, you can actually see a picture of him jumping in the air with joy. That is so uh, cool. At a Disney park. Good um, for him. That is really inspiring. I just think that's, that's really, really Beautiful. cool. And what better place? Where magic happens. Right? So... Well, I can think of one There's better the, place. Uh, the image Oh, come on. That is so adorable. So, that is cute. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Very um, cute. So his name is Jackson Delude, eight years old. Good for you, Jackson. So congrats on the new We're legs. all cheering for you, Jackson. That's fantastic. Uh, and then Marceline's Confectionery uh, over at Downtown Disney has released a new at-home recipe mm. for everybody to try. Uh, it is, what's it called? I'm loading the thing here. That <laughs> is you have it a up, peppermint marshmallow wand. Yes. Peppermint, peppermint marshmallow, marshmallow wand. Mm-hmm. Wow. Looks very delicious. Oh, uh, that does look good. Guess who's going to be making those this week? Yeah. You are. This guy. I expect one at my house. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Somebody nice. might be having their virtual Disneyland trip with their family oh, here yeah, next or right. this that's coming so Sunday. Cool. What a so. cool idea. So if you guys want to make this, uh, the recipe does call for two 12-ounce jars of hot caramel topping, eight large lollipop sticks, 24 large marshmallows, a 10-ounce bag of dark melting chocolate, and one cup crushed peppermints. Uh, go over to the Disney Parks blog. Go to... Uh, the Disneyland area, and you'll be able to find this recipe for yourself. Uh, but they look delicious. In case you're wondering, it takes 15 candy canes crushed to make one oh, cup yeah. of crushed peppermints, according to the recipe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's so. cool. All and right. before we move on, Vacation Fun, original animated short, mm. debuted at the Mickey Shorts Theater on March 4th. So it, it is specific to the Mickey Shorts yeah. Theater. But Potato Land's a part of it. Which is, is awesome. a part of yeah. Vacation Fun. It looks like they have clips from Pandemonium, which would be the China one, if I remember oh, yes. right. Sorry, I forgot Pandemonium with was the, a standalone. Yeah. yeah. Um, couples sweaters. I don't know if I'm familiar with that yeah. one. I think I yeah. Potato that. Land, uh, Croissant de Triomphe. Oh, yeah. Nice. Entombed, yep. Dumb Luck, Al Rojo Vivo, Yodelberg, also one of my yes. favorites, um, and Outback Atya. Yodelberg has Harold, right? Yes. So, so one of the things, that, so what they basically did was they took all of those and they made it into a longer format mm-hmm. where, so basically Mickey is, uh, he's, He's supposed to take Minnie on vacation. She's packed and ready to go, and he's trying to figure out what to pack. And so he's like, we don't know where we're going yet, and he's frantically running around. And he says, let me look back at, you know, all the different uh, – yeah, that's – he says, let me, let me think back to the other vacations we've done. And he goes – he goes in his mind, he looks back awesome. on Egypt, and then he looks back uh-huh. on Potato Land, and then he looks back on China, and they have the pandemonium and – Oh, so man. they make it into one long film. I want film. to see this. It's it's if really you can find amazing. that short on YouTube somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could. It's very even very though fun. I've seen I think all of those shorts individually. Probably it, a more pirated version, but uh, probably it's, it's really cool. <laughs> but uh, that being said, Sean, I yes. think that was all of our uh, things. Yep, that was. So Sean went to Walt Disney World. Just got back. I did uh, just a few days a few ago. Days ago. Yeah. So. Uh, tell us, uh, generally speaking, how was it with like COVID yeah. restrictions? Let's give you guys a little trip report and, uh, 
the audience will not pick up on this, but we did no planning for this whatsoever. So, oh, nice. uh, <laughs> ew. Uh, no. So basically, you guys jump in with questions, and I'll kind of tell oh, yeah. you quick background. Uh, we are, uh, you know, a big Disneyland family. I'm generally an annual pass holder. Have been for uh, eight, nine, ten years, whatever. And we go quite a bit, but we're also a Disney World family, and we go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. I take two, three, four of my kids. I have eight kids, so I'll, I'll just grab two, three, or four of them, and uh, we go about once a year, pretty much, usually either in December or January. Mm. Uh, we like to go, and then sometimes we go during summer. But uh, So we were supposed to go in August, uh, My just my son Keaton and I, uh, for his 17th birthday, and then August, the crowds started going back up and they were having a heat wave the week we were supposed to go and we were sitting there in Orlando in August with record hot temperatures and masks and (laughs) we just said you know what (gasps) we we just can't we just can't do this so we pushed it off and then uh, we decided to take two of my daughters one who's 24 and one who's 22 and uh, the four of us flew out and something interesting about Orlando is uh the the city is really built around tourism much more than anaheim is you know anaheim has that concentration super deep concentration right there of disneyland and then when you get out to buena park there's a little bit of knott's berry farm uh certainly up in la a little more with uh universal studios but once you're five minutes away from disneyland Mm -hmm. you might as well be in any other part of california for sure Really, Disney World is so, so built. You know, the park is, you know, twice as big or more. Um, you know, and they have the two water parks there, and, and Disney Springs is its own huge complex. So there are a lot of houses there. We, because of COVID, you know, and they, one of the cast members told me that they're keeping it to 35% of max capacity is Ooh. what they're allowing in right now, which is still quite I a few people. love that. Um, still quite a few people, but compared to normal, you right. know, <laughs> but because tourism is down so much, it's, it's been a lot of locals that have been going. And, uh, so we rented a five bedroom, five full bath, two half baths, uh, wow. condo <laughs> with a private pool in the backyard for 125 bucks a night. <gasps> really? <laughs> no way. Oh my gosh. So they're just desperate to get people down there. And so... We rented a car. We, we usually stay on site, but, you know, Disney has not dropped their prices on their hotels that much. And so even their value resorts for the week we were going to be there, just for a regular one bedroom with two queen beds, which with me, a 17-year-old son and a 22 and 24-year-old daughter, two queen beds in one room <laughs> right. is a little bit cramped. That might be a That would have been tight. 165 a night. Holy cow. And so we kind of just went, you know what? And... There are advantages to staying on site. Um, you get you know uh, early mornings, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of advantages. And you get magic bands you can use to scan stuff and charge stuff. And but right now there's no fast pass. There's no early morning. There's no nothing. So so we stayed off site. Great place. Every one of us had our own bedroom. <laughs> our own That's awesome. That's that really added awesome. to the peace for sure. So. Uh, but we went, uh, we flew out one night. First first day we went to Epcot, which traditionally Epcot is my favorite park. Um, 
And I'll try to touch on kind of what would be in common with Disneyland, too. Um, we weren't sure what to expect. One thing I'll say, if you go to Disney World, um, throw out everything you know. Your playbook will not work there. And I'm a guy with a playbook. I don't like lines. <laughs> I run a military morning. We get there an hour in advance. We're lined up. We know the first five attractions we're going on. <sighs> If anybody wants to stop to go to the bathroom in those first five attractions, <laughs> they're out of the will. Um, you know, like my kids just know that's how we do Disneyland. And they don't rope drop now. And so they line up all the cars for the parking lot and they will not let you in to park until they're ready. So everybody's social distance in their cars. Wow. Then they say, OK, we'll start taking your money. Now, if you're showing up from Uber or the buses and the buses don't run, I think they only start running an hour before the parks open or something like that. So they have it really spaced out. Then they, they start letting you park and everything. And then they have the parks open so you can walk up to the ride, the first attraction you want to go on. Um, so by the time we were, but we, you know, we got there almost an hour in advance. Oh, one thing cool that should be coming to Disneyland I can't imagine that they won't. They have the new full body scanners set up. Mm -hmm. Oh. And so you do not have to go through a metal detector. Nice. You, nice. And they're yelling at you because it's so your natural instinct to want to stop. They have the two, <laughs> the two bars up and you know you're getting scanned. People are waiting their turn. You can have 10 people. However many people will fit through it at a time is fine. I don't know how these things work. Wow. But so they were yelling at people going, come on, keep it moving. Let's go. In, in a Disney way, they were yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Have a magical move your butt. Yeah. Um, so they were, you know, kind of really getting on people to move. So you walk through. And then if you have a bag, if, if you have a bag that's big enough, it will beep. So my daughter had a small backpack. It didn't beep. Mm -hmm. I had the big backpack. It beeped every day. They called us over and they did the bag search. But it was really smooth. So we got in and uh, we were surprised. There's no rope drop. We walked back to Frozen Ever After. Nice. And this is where I think it's interesting. And I, I would never side. The Disney people think that they can safely open Disneyland. I tend to trust them on that. Where I think that there is a bigger challenge, it's easy to say, okay, but Disney World's doing it. Why can't Disneyland? When we lined up for... Uh, Frozen Ever After and Frozen Ever After is normally it's definitely the longest line at mm -hmm. Epcot for sure when we lined up for it um, it would be the equivalent of if you were going on Haunted Mansion and you lined up at, if the line wound over the bridge uh, by Splash Mountain and all the way down around by Pooh Corner and back up to Winnie the Pooh that's how long the line is. <laughs> That's crazy. But it's because they space you right. six feet yeah. apart. And they have stickers on the ground that are six feet apart. And people were people were really good about it, like nice. surprisingly. But so we felt like we were so far back, but we were on the ride in 40 minutes. Nice. So it looked like it should be a five-hour line. And so the lines were super, super deceiving. Um, for our fans out there of Epcot... Epcot is in a transitional phase right now, and it was kind of almost rough to see. So much is closed down now. So Ellen's World of Energy, which was always a big 
favorite that's down because they're building guardians Mm -hmm. and then um interventions which there were two halls of interventions at epcot those are both down uh there was just and then in world showcase Mm -hmm. none of the attractions are open in world showcase so normally there's impressions of france which is a movie that's down because they're building ratatouille Mm -hmm. Um, the American Adventure was open, but they were only doing like four shows a day, so we didn't get to see that. Oh, Canada, the movie was down when we were there. So there were just really no attractions except for in Mexico, which was the Three Caballeros ride. And uh, and that's it. Not even Frozen in Norway? Well, oh, sorry, Frozen, yes. Frozen okay. was. Gotcha. Sorry, I, I always forget that that is part of World <laughs> Showcase. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't associate it with really Norway. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't either. Yeah, but that's but, where but it you're is. right. You're right. It is so. So yes. So Frozen Ever After, and then the Three Caballeros attractions were both open. So we went in and immediately we went to uh, Frozen Ever After. But because of the way they let everybody in, and because it didn't open till eleven that morning, so people weren't running late. We just took it easy and just said the lines are going to be what they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the times for the lines could not have been more wrong like there were lines that said it's 70 minutes we got through in 30 nice and there were other lines that said 20 minutes and it was 35 it was really weird Interesting. and so some of them were longer than some but very few most were much shorter but we talked to some cast members and said so what you know what's the story with this they said we don't know. We don't know how to figure out these lines. Because yeah. what happens is when you're six feet apart, the variables are so much bigger. So if somebody in the... What would happen is somebody's looking at their phone and all of a sudden someone else is walking. Well, they're already six feet ahead. So they start walking. Then you're <laughs> running ahead. They're measuring it by the line. Every attraction had a cast member holding a sign that said, back of the line is here. Because sometimes it was hard to find the way they, they would have to wrap it. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I could see Disneyland having a bigger struggle is because mm. it's so much more condensed is where do you put all the people. One of the things we talked about, and you don't talk much with people in line because they're six feet in front of you <laughs> and six feet behind you. But we did talk to some people and we were talking about how much better we thought it would be if they kind of did boarding groups. Mm-hmm. Um, if in advance... You got on and said, I want to do this attraction, this, this, this. You did a checklist. Okay, you can come here between these hours. And that's how I think Disneyland could do it. Sort of a fast pass system Uh where you can't, you can only go on it with a fast pass and you kind of plan out your day or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, it was so safe feeling from the minute we got there. Everyone had a mask on. Kind of a funny side story. So... It, the weather, it wasn't, it wasn't cold, but it definitely wasn't hot. You know, we, we had on sweatshirts most of the time. Uh, one of the days it got a little bit warm. But uh, we were laughing because we got in there. And I want to be safe. I want my kids to be safe. So I told the kids they had to wear KF94 masks. They're the Korean version of a K95, <laughs> N95 mask, whatever. So we wore them on the plane. They're pretty hard to breathe through. Then we got into the parks and we kind of ran over to Frozen Ever After. By the time we got there, I was like, I am buying you all cloth masks. I'm buying myself a cloth yeah. mask. So I got myself a nice cloth little plaid mask with mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse on it. And, uh, but we had a great time. The restaurants are all being handled very differently. Um, 
like there's the the garden grill is where we always like to eat in epcot um a lot of the restaurants and this is what's kind of cool you know they talk about how the pandemic has made technology move ahead how zoom has become much more acceptable the restaurants there were restaurants that required mobile ordering Mm -hmm. oh wow you mobile ordered or you did not order that was it and so they and then there were some that yeah they would let you come in and order but you had to queue up for it so you'd be in a line waiting to go into mobile order Mm -hmm. i mean it was really really different that's interesting but it was kind of cool and in a lot of the restaurants they also would tell you where to sit like they would block out seats the amount of safety just made me so proud of my fandom of disney they (laughs) they had uh hand sanitizers everywhere they had plexiglass in between and sometimes it was annoying like we had plexiglass on our boat in between the rows for uh frozen ever after (laughs) so like you're looking forward and you're seeing plexiglass in Uh front of you in the lines you didn't care but on the rides it was a little weird same thing with mexico but um you know it was nice to be able to take uh, to do spaceship earth one more time that was supposed to be gone by now uh-huh. not gone but they were going to build yeah. it back out so that was nice uh living seas with nemo was really fun um they need to do something with uh, journey into your imagination with figment that that ride <laughs> needs to change but like so for example uh frozen took us 40 or 45 minutes and journey into imagination took like 30 minutes mm-hmm. you know normally journey into imagination is a five minute ride but because they're spacing people and they're spacing them in the cars and they're stopping to spray cars and it changed everything yeah. it just nothing was nothing was normal so we had a ball that was epcot um I'm trying to think before i move on to the other parks just about some of the other differences um People were very respectful of the mask thing. You didn't see people trying to get away with stuff. Nice. Uh, you were. They kept making announcements throughout the park that you were only allowed to take off your mask if you were stationary and eating. Mm-hmm. Um, you could not be. And you know, you'd see people walking along with a water bottle. They'd pull down their mask for a second and take a swig. And I don't think anyone really cared about that. But uh, it was just. The distancing and the spacing and the reminders and the the hand sanitizer, I felt safer there than I do just out in public. Like it was, they created a bubble and it was really impressive. That's nice. It was cool. Uh, day two, we got up earlier and uh, let's see, day two was Magic Kingdom and that was super fun. That one, you know, it's interesting because the advantage when you're in the pandemic goes to the Omni mover rides. And one of the things, you know, Sean, you had texted me about haunted mansion. So they had where you walk into the haunted mansion, you walk into the stretch room, but they had the door to the stretch room open and the opposite door open. You just walked right through. That's crazy. And I gotta say, it's not a bad idea when the park (laughs) is packed. Yeah. I mean, we certainly missed seeing, you know, I mean, it was already all stretched out and everything, of course. We missed the experience of it, but it was so fast. I mean, you just Mm -hmm. keep walking and you went on. So we went on Haunted Mansion. It'd be so hard for me. (laughs) Yeah. It would be difficult. It's different. But, I mean, would you rather wait an hour and get the stretch room or wait 10 minutes and not have the stretch room? That's a hard question. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. If I can be in the stretch room almost by myself, 
That would be awesome. Yeah. Not a hard <laughs> question for me. I'll take it. Well, we know how you feel yeah. about lines. <laughs> I'm so. not a lines guy. So, and actually Haunted Mansion was the longest physical line we went in. If For those of you who know uh, the Magic Kingdom, it went through their normal. Well, and that's another thing is like they can't have you buy each other. So if they couldn't put up plexiglass where you would normally weave in and out, mm-hmm. They couldn't have you weave in and out, so it'd be every other one. So it was actually shorter up front, but we went all the way along the waters of America, winding in and out. It was like they were just finding different places <laughs> to put you. But that line was only like, it was less than a half an hour. It was like 25 That's minutes. Awesome. And it doesn't feel as long as normal because you just keep walking. So you're walking the entire time, uh, which is pretty cool. It was weird that, um, so, so they have... Uh, the Hall of Presidents in uh-huh. in the Magic Kingdom, which instead of just great moments with Mr. Lincoln, they have all the presidents mm-hmm. and kind of the history of presidents there. That was packed, which was weird. Like they were telling <laughs> people weird. they had to go to the next show. In the theaters themselves, they did four, <coughs> four seats together, then three seats spaced, then four seats together, three seats spaced, and only every other row. So uh, one of the weirdest things for me was... I one of maybe my favorite attraction at Disney World is Carousel of Progress, mm-hmm. and I just love that show. Uh, it was packed. It wasn't really. <laughs> there were just so few seats they could give to people that you actually had to wait one cycle, which wow. never happens. <laughs> never happens. We, they've cut out so many things. So um, again, back to mobile ordering. You know, we we ended up. Um, getting getting burgers and stuff in Tomorrowland, and that one we did have to find our own seat. Um, but all the attractions were open. They did some interesting things with the characters. So, like, we walked in, and immediately there was a parade. They're doing impromptu parades, and they're not as long, so mm-hmm. the parades are shorter. So right when we walked into Magic Kingdom, uh, there was a, a Christmas parade, and it was nice. Mickey and Minnie, and it was super cool and goofy and all kind of the, the classic characters waving. And then Santa was at the end. I noticed they move faster than a normal parade. And they just don't announce it. It's just, boom, all of a sudden there's a parade there. there. <laughs> and it's so that people won't line up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they didn't do character meet and greets. But they would have characters in <coughs> different places. So I've got a great picture in uh, Epcot over by Journey into Imagination of Winnie the Pooh was like 25 feet back <laughs> playing in a field. And he had like a Christmas present out there. <laughs> That's interesting. And so like everyone was lined up along the fence. I'll have to show you guys. Everybody's lined up along the fence taking pictures of Winnie the Pooh 20 feet behind you. It was really interesting <laughs> in the way field. they did it. <laughs> yeah, he's like in a field like just because he's not posing with anybody. Right. So he's posing like with this present and waving and stuff. And so you could take pictures with characters, but they're way off in the distance. Uh-huh. But they also made sure that they were somewhere where a line wouldn't form. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing, oh, that's brilliant. It's sort of like, you know, you could line up along it, but you couldn't line up next to other people. Uh-huh. So I thought that was really impressive. So Magic Kingdom, we were there until 10 o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty late night. Um, next day we went to animal kingdom. Um, I have a confession to make. I (laughs) was so upset that they were doing Pandora Uh 
Uh-huh. I just, I was like, what are you doing? Are you out of ideas, Disney? What are you thinking? Pandora blew my mind. I hear it's it just It's amazing. unbelievable. So it is uh, hands down my least favorite park. I'm not a big animal guy mm-hmm. generally. And it it's just not, it's not a park that says much to me. So we went to, we went into Pandora though. It is so immersive. It is so, it's like Galaxy's Edge. It's what, what Galaxy's Edge is to Star Wars. You walk in and you are at Pandora. It's just amazing. I wish I liked Avatar enough to be like, I'm yeah. immersed in it, but... Uh, I've never actually even seen it. For what it's worth, I went and saw it in the theater while I was on a business trip. I went by myself and a half hour in I left because I was so bored. You don't <laughs> have to be a Pandora fan or you don't have to be an Avatar fan to love Pandora. That's what you I don't. hear. Yeah. It's That's so immersive know. and so beautiful, and every detail is incredible. I've heard Star Wars people say that, though, about Galaxy's Edge, Galaxy's too. Edge is the same way. Yeah. You don't have to be a big Star Wars fan. Or I to... guess I should say non-Star Wars people say that yeah. about Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just so immersive and over the top. Um, so we went to go get on Flights of Passage, and <laughs> we get on. And you sit down in these weird kind of motorcycle things. They're supposed to be the flyers, you uh-huh. know. Sit down in my back. They they locked me in, like my body in. And then on my calves, I feel tons of pressure. And my legs were, I have really long legs. And they were wedged. <laughs> they were wedged in there. And she comes up and she goes, sir, I'm unlocking your back. We need your feet to move forward. Your feet have to lock in better. And I was like, oh, for the love. So <laughs> I'm cramming. I'm nearly crying because my knees are in so much pain. I kept adjusting my feet, twisting them around, whatever. Finally, I was just holding up my kids from going. So I said, you know what? I, I just can't get my feet uh-huh. to lock in. And, I mean, they really, they they lock you in there. So I walked out. Um, happy ending on that one. I started talking to a cast member out there, and he was like, oh, what happened? And I said, yeah, this happened. He goes, it's just different. He goes, it's just weird, you know. He says the the length of your legs and the size of your calves and everything. And he's so we were kind of shooting the bull, and I wasn't upset about it. I didn't really care about the uh-huh. ride, but he goes, you know what? You've been so cool about it. I'm going to give you a, a an any attraction pass. Uh-huh. Just walk oh, yes. up. And I was like, oh, that's really nice of you. The and coveted was, any attraction <laughs> pass. Yeah. Well, so then I started talking to him about more stuff, <laughs> and he goes. Dude, I, like, this has been so fun talking to you. I'm going to give you two of them. And I was like, hey, you got to be kidding me. So then I said, I want you to meet my kids. So my kids walked out, and I was like, yeah, check this guy out. He's so cool, and he was part of the college program. And my kids were like, oh, that's awesome. Can we take a picture with you? So we took a picture, and no, we didn't take a picture with him. That was somebody else. No, with him, we didn't take a picture. But anyway, my kids were like, oh, that's so cool, and they were talking to him and stuff. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, the nicest family. I'm going to give you three passes. Good gravy. Is so, that because you text me and saying you got the yeah. fast passes? Well, then he said the only thing he said, you can use it today or tomorrow. He said, and I said, oh, we're going to Hollywood Studios tomorrow. He said, it's not valid for uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run or for Slinky Dog Dash or for Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Oh. Those are the only three it's not good for. And I was like, yeah, those are kind of the three mega attractions. But, you know, I was just so grateful yeah. to have the pass. Um, the rest of Animal Kingdom was pretty empty that day, and it was raining and cold. And they have what I think is top three, maybe, roller coasters in all the parks, which is Expedition Everest. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible attraction. 
And uh, so we went on it three times in a row in the driving rain, which most of it's outside. So we're pelted with cold rain, but that was really fun. We had a fun day, but Animal Kingdom is still, even at its best, I never see it as a full day park. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not, not as much to see and do. So were you able to see Pandora at night? We were not because we ended up being done by like one. Okay, gotcha. So we went, so we went and got lunch and went back and crashed. So Pandora opened at eight, and we had gone to bed the night before at like eleven or twelve. We uh-huh. had to get up at six, and we were all shot. So we just went and got food and went back to the house. Uh, but it was a really fun day. But it was kind of also nice mm-hmm. to take a break early. We went back and took naps, and uh, I slept for like two and a half hours and. It was an actual vacation day, so it was really nice. nice. Yeah. I hear all the like vegetation lights up. Yeah, like the bioluminescence. Yeah, I think do. it would be worth it. And if we had to do it over again, what we probably would have done was gone at noon and uh-huh. stayed until night. Yeah. But uh, it was only open till six anyway, uh-huh. so it was dark at five, closed by six. Right. So I'll bet it was empty by six. The parks, every park emptied out in the evening. Nice. But Animal Kingdom, we just didn't stick around long enough. A lot of the shows were closed. A lot of the attractions were closed. When we were at Magic Kingdom, I don't know why, but the People Mover was down, which just killed me. Somebody else had recently gone, and they were upset about that. I don't yeah. know if they're doing maintenance or. I gotta assume they're doing maintenance. They're trying to figure out how to bring it to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, how can we bring this? Get down? it there. <laughs> so that was a. It was a fun day at Magic Kingdom. You know, it was good. Um, then came. The unanimous greatest day. Uh, which this is what I'm studios. excited to hear yes. about. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we get up in the morning and I get up just before seven o'clock, 645. And I've got my thing ready to get my, <laughs> yes. you know, get my boarding, whatever. And and then I realized I wasn't sure exactly how to do it. I hadn't really <laughs> watched a YouTube video or anything on how to do it. So I was pressing join a boarding group. And then my plans to get back to join a boarding group. So at like 6.59 and a half, I started doing that. And then all of a sudden it was like, there's no boarding group. There's no boarding group. There's no boarding group. There's no boarding group. Sorry, the boarding group's full. We didn't get a boarding group. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. What What a joke this is. So anyway, uh, we were a little bit bugged. I was like, I've ruined our trip. I've got one more shot at getting this at, at two o'clock mm-hmm. and long story short, we did get on. So okay. we were able to get on, but not doing it that morning is stressful. And then a buddy of mine called me not knowing I was there. He was there with his family the day after. And he called me up. He's like, dude, I've tried it two days in a row and I can't get it. Oh dang. And he's Jeez. like, now he ended up getting it his second day there at, on the two o'clock group. But he was in the extension. Like they guarantee the first mm-hmm. 70, 70 boarding groups. And then I think there's 70 through like 140 or something like that, that if there's time at the end of the day, he got on 45 minutes before the park closed. So he spent his whole day going, I don't know if I'm going to get on. Um, I'd be scared. Yeah. But then here's where Disney magic happens. This blew my mind. We walk in and I said, look, we're going to wait in a long line for a runaway railroad. We know that. The line had been like 90 minutes, whatever. We're going to wait a long time for Smuggler's Run. I probably wouldn't have because we've been on it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, you and I went, and then I've been on it a couple times since, like with Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I probably wouldn't have waited, but my kids, of course, were dying. So we knew we were mm-hmm. going to wait in a long line for that. 
we had these fast passes, but they were only good for certain rides. So we were going to use them on Rock and Roller Coaster and on um, Tower of Terror mm -hmm. and then over at Toy Story Mania. So we walk in. Uh, I sent the kids over to get in line for Runaway Railroad, which was already at like 90 minutes Oof. wait. And I stopped and I talked to one of the one of the plaids was standing there. And I said, can you just help me? I feel like I'm doing this wrong. This is really stressing me out. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And she says, let me see. And I showed her and she said, you know, all you should be doing is pulling down to refresh it. You're going these extra steps. Just pull down, at, you know, at the very beginning. And I, I think you'll get it. And I said, yeah, that's cool. I said, you know, I already missed out on Flights of Passage. I don't want to miss out on Rise of Resistance. She said, what happened at Flights of Passage? And I told her and I said, see, they gave us these fast passes, which was so nice. The fast passes were gone. Oh. They weren't in my app. And I went, crap, now I've lost the fast passes. He told us it was good through today. She goes, well, let me see your app. And she looked it up on, she had a little tablet. She looked it up, she goes, I see them here. He just didn't do it right so that it would carry over. He put the dates in right, but he missed a step to have them show up oh. today. She goes, let me just give you specific ones. What attractions do you want? And I said, well, we weren't 100% sure. We were thinking Tower of Terror. We are thinking whatever. She goes, if you have three, you should really use them on Slinky Dog Dash, Runaway Railroad, and Smuggler's Run. And I said, I don't think we can use them for that. She goes, I think you can. <laughs> she gave us specific fast passes to each of those oh attractions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I called my kids back over. We took a picture with her. She's the one we took a picture uh -huh. with. We were so grateful to her. We just could not get over her generosity. That's great. We ran over to Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror only ended up being about a 30. Oh, no, we went to we went to Rock and Roller Coaster first, which is incredible. That was like a 10-minute line. Nice. Because this was early. We got there early that day. Went over to um, Tower of Terror. It was about a 30-minute line. By the time we went over, we went on Slinky Dog Dash first. And by the time we went on Slinky Dog Dash, that line was about 75 minutes. Oof. We walked on, literally walked right up, <laughs> scanned our, our our tickets, walked on. Slinky Dog Dash is super fun, guys. That's cool. It's a really, I had no hopes. And I told the kids, mm -hmm. I am not waiting an hour. If you want to wait an hour, <laughs> you do it. But it was, it's just a, it's a kid coaster, but it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of, it's smooth, but it's really fun. And the theming's cool. And you got Toy Story music. Um, and then we went over to, um, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge, like everything, Disney World <laughs> is a lot bigger than Disneyland. Is I mean, it? They just have more land. Yeah. I'd like to look up and see how much it is, but it just felt mm -hmm. way bigger. Now I will say during COVID, not nearly as good as when we went non-COVID. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was not nearly as good. A lot of the things were... You know, they didn't have as many walk-around characters. They had stormtroopers mm -hmm. not walking around, but more on top of the buildings and stuff. And Kylo Ren was up there. Interesting thing that they were doing was to, to do social distancing. They had you get in line for the shops at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, wow. So my daughter wanted to pick up a... What was it called? What's the little, one of the furry creatures from... Um, a porg? A porg, yeah. yeah. Thank you. My daughter wanted to pick up a porg, so we, we went we placed a mobile order at uh, Docking Bay, was it Docking, Seven. Bay Seven? Seven. Docking Bay Seven. 
Kudu ribs again. I got the ribs. <laughs> Very good ribs. Um, but we so we placed a mobile order. We had an hour wait for our mobile order. Oh, oh dang! They wow. said come back in an hour. It was because not only are they serving, but they're seating you. Because mm-hmm. oh, gotcha. you can't sit outside and eat. You have to sit. You can sit outside in their dining area, but they also have you spaced at the tables. So they said come back in an hour. We went and stood in line for forty-five minutes to get in to buy her her porg. And finally, we were like, look, we're not even there yet. Our, it's time for our ordering window. So she wasn't. She was able to buy it later in a different shop, mm. but we never got into the shops at Galaxy's Edge at all. Dang. So we went over. Uh, we rode, uh, or we, we ate, and then it was our time for um, Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Oh, well, we went on Smuggler's Run first, and uh. my kids loved it. I mean... Keaton, my 17-year-old, who's so awesome. Avid shoe wear, by the way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Avid shoe wear, Keaton. <laughs> Keaton's the best. That kid is awesome. This was his trip. Um, <sighs> but afterward, he was like, man, I would have been happy with Galaxy's Edge if that was the only attraction, which is how we felt when we first yeah, went. Yeah, we were like, it's so incredible. cool. So I am a fan of Star Wars, of course. I was five years old when the original movie came out. I've told you guys before, but I'm not crazy fan. Mm. I'm much more a fan of the first three movies. I am watching The Mandalorian now. I love oh it. Oh my gosh. So so good. I still a, haven't watched the latest one. So I'm a fan. Well, I haven't watched the three latest and Keaton's going to kill me. He's like, every day, Dad, have you watched it yet? Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I went into Rise of the Resistance expecting something good. We had our boarding group mm-hmm. And as we were ushered in, I, I literally don't have words for Rise of the Resistance. There aren't words for it. <laughs> First of all, just the whole trackless thing blows my mind. Uh-huh. Like how they do trackless is so far beyond me. But one thing about Rise of the Resistance, and I hadn't watched any videos on it. I didn't know what the ride was. I didn't even know what Fresh. to expect. <laughs> You're walking, you're standing, you're walking, you're in a car, you're walking, you're in these little cars. Like, it's so sensory overload. You don't know where to look. There's so much going on around you. So many special effects are happening. It is (laughs) mind-blowing. It is the greatest, greatest experience. Like, it, it just, we walked off of there, and I mean, it was almost like, I hate to sound cheesy but it's life-changing like it it is Dang. you can't process it <laughs> wow. you walk out life-changing is pretty crazy uh, yeah. you walk out and you go what just happened what did i just go through <laughs> everywhere around you there's something and it's well worth it and and so i think i texted you guys and said you know i hate lines more than anything else i would have waited in a five-hour line and it would have been worth it yeah that's it would incredible. have been worth it. That's that something amazing. from the anti-line guy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a line guy. Yeah. So, so then, question for yeah. you uh, on that. Um, did you board the ship still in the queue? Or did they have you like walk through it? We you... boarded a ship. Okay. The transporter? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we boarded the transporter. So you still go, went through that whole yeah. sequence? Okay, good. Yeah, where you feel like you're on like a tram. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you're on a tram car or a subway car. Cool a galactic galactic subway car yeah i assume they just limit the amount of people in there yeah and what's weird is that's what's weird is you're going am i in line right now am i being taken (laughs) to the ride or is this the ride 
You know, because it, it feels like a subway car, but an intergalactic subway car. Yeah. And then it opens up and... Admiral Beck. <laughs> it's... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, so they did the full... That's good. It's not like the stretching room. Uh, it's they. Okay. That's good. They, I was I was wondering about that. No, they that. did the full car. And they and put was, you in the holding cell, right? They put you in the holding okay, good, cell. Good, good, good. Yeah. I, well, I think so. Cause, so you get out of there. You're caught. You're in the room with all the stormtroopers. And that room, <laughs> it's so freeform. You don't feel like you're in an attraction. <sighs> you really don't. By the way, if you don't like spoilers, maybe go forward 30 seconds. <laughs> but you don't feel like... I was like, where, what is this? You know, and they're telling you and all the cast members are in character mm-hmm. and they're yelling at you yeah. and they're telling you to move forward, but they're doing it in a Disney way. They're like, move forward, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they're still Disney. Uh, but then you're back in another line and you're like, am I still in the attraction? Has it started yet? <laughs> like, it's so crazy. And then they put you into the little transporter. So we're never, I don't know if we were in a little cell. Like, is there a point where you're in a cell and, and uh, Kylo Ren oh, comes yeah. and talks to you. Yes, that that for sure okay. happened. So, and then, yeah, and that's a screen up above. Yeah, I've heard and the then, lighting effects for that are just incredible. incredible. <laughs> and that's what's weird is that happens after you're in line again, walking through, but they're like, get in this line to process. So they're processing you. Mm-hmm. Then they put you in this holding <laughs> cell, and then someone gets him and says, you know, Kylo, you need to come with me. You know, there's been this other thing and that's when they bust you out and they yeah, put you in the yeah. cars see i knew none of this i that's didn't awesome. know any of this so i'm looking around going all right what's this now <laughs> yeah i was jack skellington what's this what's this so were you noticing then that they were like cutting the doorway yes. out yes because kylo re- leaves first uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you see the the doorway being cut out and you're like oh something good <laughs> this is cool when you're in the car trying to escape it is terrifying and exciting and exhilarating. Uh-huh. And there are so many twists and turns and trackless is what makes that attraction. Because if it were on a track, mm. you'd see where it's going. Yeah. You know, like, so for example, with some of the attractions that where it's on a track, like you see the effect that they have of it, uh, like on uh, big thunder mountain railroad, you know where they have the track that keeps going up and then it's broken? Mm-hmm. Well, you can see the track that right. you're on, so it kind of doesn't sell it. Here, you don't know if you're going left, right, backward, forward. It's all over you the place. You don't know if that door is going to open up. or Right. Gonna, yeah. And then you guys have seen it's the awesome. ride video. You've, you've oh, yeah. seen it all the way through. Oh, yeah. When Kylo Ren's lightsaber comes down through the ceiling. <laughs> oh, my God. I, about See, I get chills I, just thinking I, about I that. about wet my pants. <laughs> it was so awesome. But you keep... You just keep looking around. Things keep happening. Yeah. And then there's the drop that I didn't know about. Apparently everybody <laughs> else did. And my daughter, my poor daughter, Krista, she hates drops. She would not go on Tower of Terror, uh-huh. not go on Guardians. Uh, and so when they said, you know, no, I said to go up or whatever. And we started to drop and the, she just <laughs> panicked. It's not it's not a drop like tower of terror uh-huh. yeah thing, but you go down and then even when you're done with the attraction they're like we're glad you're back and you're safe you know exit this way to safety and rejoin <laughs> the rebel cause and you're like yes wait is it over now like it's <laughs> so immersive was that the line <laughs> was that just the line um and so we walk out but you're walking out into galaxy's edge 
So you feel like you're still a rebel who just went through all this stuff and you're still immersed. <laughs> That's fantastic. Greatest, greatest thing Disney has ever created. I'm, I believe greatest attraction ever made. I just love the effects in that. Like it's phenomenal. The so stormtrooper blasters or, or the ATAT blasters. Like, oh yeah. From what it looks like in the videos, it looks like they just blew holes in the wall yes. with the laser fire. When you go under the ATATs, and they're obviously not full size whatever mm-hmm. and by the way for my son keaton yes i did say atat I, I, <laughs> thank you even though the correct name is at at no atat <laughs> it will always be atat you know keaton's keaton's uh his justification for why it has to be atat is because if not what do you call an atst that's right it's yeah. an atst yeah and that doesn't <laughs> make any sense yeah but oh no it's an atst. but the creator of the atat <laughs> Calls it an ad at. They're wrong. The creator. The creator. They're wrong. Regardless. <laughs> so we left there, and then we went over and uh, we finally left Galaxy's Edge, which was awesome. And then we went and used our, our final Fast Pass. Our final thing of the day was Mickey's Runaway Railroad. And Mickey's <laughs> Runaway R- Railroad was my favorite part of the entire week, even above Rise of the Resistance. Nice. It was so awesome. It's so cool. I am such a mega Mickey Mouse fan. I just love Mickey Mouse so much. And you hadn't seen any videos before this one too, right? Nothing. All I knew was that it was projection. Oh my gosh. But the projection, the way they merge the 3D with the projection, with the effects, with the some things are real, some things are projection. It's incredible. And you just sit back and you're going through the most chaotic cartoon. (laughs) You're living this chaotic cartoon. Again, trackless. So you don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. You're part of this train and Goofy's pulling you. Then you spin off and you're on your own and you're bumping into things, whatever. And then suddenly Goofy's with you again and you're locked in with the car behind you. It's phenomenal. And I loved the great movie ride. I've probably been to Disney World 20 times, Uh 25, maybe more. No, probably 20 or 25. I was so sad to hear the great movie ride was going. And again, kind of like with, kind of like with guardians Mm -hmm. when they took over, how you go, I don't even remember this as tower of terror anymore. Right. (laughs) I was like, this cannot be the same show building that the great movie ride was in. I had that ride memorized. And yet this was a totally new experience and there was something about, you know, the little kid side of me that I got to be in a Mickey Mouse cartoon. So cool. <laughs> and it was just awesome. That is now their best park. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't compare Magic Kingdom to anything. Magic Kingdom's its own thing. Mm-hmm. But as far as Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios, I have always, always been an Epcot guy. Epcot has always been my favorite park. It is now Hollywood Studios. See, and, and before Star Wars and Mickey... I only heard like Hollywood Studios is meh. Yeah, it it's was not the half a full day. day. Like, it was the half day park. Well, and it was the park where they had three good attractions, and that was about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, once they get back up to speed, they've got some other cool stuff like the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, is awesome. It's closed right now. You know, there's no way to do it distance. They bring right. audience members up and stuff, but. It was amazing. And then I love the way we closed out our day. We said this was the way we closed out our trip. We said, is there anything else we want to do? Anything at all? And we realized we had not gone to Muppet Vision. Oh, <laughs> yes. And so we went and watched Muppet Vision 3D 
as our very last attraction. Oh, I missed that so much. We went on star tours while we were there, which was cool. You know, we, we had a, a great time with that. And it really is. When you look at star tours and rock and roller coaster mm-hmm. and Tower of Terror, which thankfully it's their Tower of Terror is so much more immersive and you're mm-hmm. on a track and you've got other things. And then, uh, you know, Runaway Railroad and Toy Story Mania and both of the attractions at Galaxy's Edge and, you know, the shows. I, it's the best park. I mean, it just is. So. That's awesome. So what did you think about the transition of bringing you from the <laughs> yes. real world into the cartoon world on Runaway Railway? And amazing. Absolutely <laughs> mind-blowing. I would have loved to seen your reaction, seeing, like, that transition, as well as, like, the whole your whole reaction for Rise of the Resistance. Even though we haven't been on it. Yeah, we, but, but we've I would seen like video. to see... Because we've seen video, and so it, when we it, write it, it'll be familiar, but it would be fun to, yeah. like, see somebody's face who's never, like... It's classic Disney. You know, it's everything's normal. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, crap. Things just got out of control. <laughs> and both of those attractions are that. You know, everything everything you think you're doing, you're, you know, you're running a mission for the Rebels. Oh, crap. You just got intercepted. <laughs> we've we've got to save you. And you think you're just going on this nice little train ride and oh my gosh, you're in the cartoon and <laughs> it's all going haywire around you. It's amazing. So that was pretty much it. We then, uh, you know, we, we went back to the, we went and got, uh, it was cold that day. Like I never took off my sweatshirt that day. It wasn't Utah cold, but it was cold. Um, <laughs> was but then say, we, how does it compare to right now? Yeah, no, it's a lot colder <laughs> here. But uh, we went, uh, went and got some good uh, pho. And that was delicious and went back and crashed. And and then the final day, uh, we were going to go to Disney Springs, but we heard it was really packed. We actually drove out to Cocoa Beach nice. and went and walked around the beach and uh, got some tacos out by the water and mm. kind of a nice way to wrap up the, the trip and flew home. And I, I got to give props to Delta Airlines. I'm a I'm a Delta guy. I'm a more than two million mile flyer with Delta. I've done two point. I think, <laughs> I think I'm at two point two million miles flown with Delta in my life. That's crazy. Um, they're the last airline to block middle seats, and they're doing it through March now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will not let anyone sit in a middle seat. So I'm made me feel. That. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it made me feel really safe for my kids back in coach while I was in first. <laughs> I get Delta's very good to me when you, it's amazing when you fly a few million miles. So I, I get free upgrades. Yeah, you get the red carpet rollout. Yeah, I'm sure I get free upgrades almost every time. I fly. Do they have but, sudden people come out and blow the trumpet? Yeah, no, Mr. Repair has arrived on the plane. I, I picture Dwight Schrute at the garden party yeah. announcing yeah. Mr. Mr. Um, no, although one, Twice now this has happened, once in Detroit and once in New York. They have had a, a Porsche there to pick me up and take me to my next gate. Oh, nice. That's kind of a fun little treat. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not bad. He's like but, Delta royalty. But they really did a nice if job. If I ever fly Delta, I'm flying with Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, but I have given them a few hundred thousand dollars over the years. Yeah, they um, better be treating you well. But uh, I will say this. So here's my kind of summary. Disney kept us safe. Disney delivered on what they promised. They have a plan for Disneyland. I don't know how they would do it, but I trust them. They're mm-hmm. a brand that I trust more than any other brand. If they say they can keep you safe, they can. They did. They provided an amazing experience. 
we'll always be able to talk about that we went to the Disney parks in the pandemic. My advice would be for the listener, if you've never been to Disney World, don't go now. Not unless you're like, hey, we're going to go this year and next mm-hmm. year. Because it's not the same. Yeah. And if you can only go every 10 years or 15 years, don't go now. Wait until the full magic is back. But if you live close enough that you can drive or if, you know, I mean, for me, back to the travel, I say I go every year. Mm-hmm. I paid for my ticket. My three kids were all on Sky Miles. I actually used Hotels.com dollars. So even though it was only 120 a night, it cost me $400 for the whole week for our house. Nice. And I had a free <laughs> rental car from Hertz nice. for the week. So like we're able to travel <laughs> a little differently. So for us, it was, you know, would I want to, would I have wanted to pay six or $7,000 to be there? No. But then yeah. again, a buddy of mine, you know, actually it wouldn't have been that much like four grand, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been about four grand. We were 1800 just for the four park passes. Um, but, but a, I bumped into a buddy of mine, a former coworker, and he and he lives in Anaheim. Well, he lives in Orange County. He lives mm-hmm. about twenty minutes from Disneyland. He's like Sean. We just had to get out. We had to like. He's got two kids. He's like, we just had to get out and feel life again. You're constantly reminded of the pandemic. Like I said, more so than at home. But man, do they do a good job. Mm-hmm. And we'll always have these memories and That's that awesome. time with my kids. And the masks were, after a little bit, you don't really notice them, especially once we switched to cloth masks (laughs) and we could actually breathe. But it was a magical time. And when we look back at the pandemic, we'll always remember we went to Disney World. My wife thinks we're crazy. She's not a big Disney fan uh, per se, but I'll always have that experience with my kids. So That's cool. That's awesome. Then uh, you mentioned you didn't talk about it today. I know we're running uh, a little late on time, but... Uh, Splash Mountain. Yes, yes. We went on Splash Mountain, which was super fun. So we went on Splash Mountain at the end of the night because the line was mm. super long all day. At night, it was a total walk-on. Uh, so we we walked right on. I got to be on the front <laughs> of the log, which was fun. <laughs> and what's funny about it is I was wearing a – it was raining. So I was wearing uh, a rain jacket, mm. and then I – pulled my hood over and covered my face completely. <laughs> so in the picture, you can't even see my face. And then my kids wanted to go on it again. I had stayed dry, which I didn't want to be wet. So I let them go on it. I went over to Country Bear Jamboree. Yes. I was oh, going to go nice. on Haunted Mansion one more time. It was like two minutes to 10 p.m. Uh-huh. And there was no way I could get all the way over to Haunted Mansion. But I saw that the guy was like, hey, we're about to start the final show of the night. And we hadn't been. So I ran into Country nice. Bear Jamboree. Yeah. There were three of us in the theater. That was it. That's you awesome. can't hit that while you're at Disneyland <laughs> no, anyway. No, so no. may as well hit it while so you're there. So it was really fun. And I took a moment. This was kind of cool. I sat just enjoying it and remembering when I was a kid when I did see it at Disneyland, but also all the times I've seen it at Disney World. I then walked back over thinking my kids may not have been off Splash Mountain yet, but they had been. I called Keaton. They were on Main Street already. But I just stood there for a little while watching Splash Mountain, and I... I just decided to be super grateful for Disney parks and to take a moment. And I really stood there for a while. Then I started to walk back I was walking back through Frontierland, and there's a split at Disney world where you can either go around through Adventureland or you can keep walking through Frontierland. Well, there was a security guard who said, have a good night. Please go straight to main street. They're trying to get everybody into main street. Mm-hmm. There are a few people in Frontierland. I've told you before, Adventureland's my favorite land. And 
By the way, we did go on Jingle Cruise nice. at oh, Magic nice. at the Magic I Kingdom. I love Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise is so fun. So anyway, we so I walked around through Adventureland, and I just took my time. I was the only so I got to show you guys the pictures. I was the only person in Adventureland in all <laughs> nice. of Adventureland, and security had already done his sweep through Adventureland, and I wasn't trying to get out of anything. I just <laughs> took my time. I took a whole bunch of pictures where it was raining, uh. and I just took a few minutes just to be grateful awesome. for the parks that's awesome and then by the time we got to main street main street was mostly empty that's like cool. there were people but it was it was i've got some cool shots of main street and the rain made it that much more magical mm-hmm. because it was very lightly raining but everything was lit up and reflective and sorry i went so long on this no, but oh, no that's, that's cool you know i was like hearing a, about it it was a pretty amazing trip guys it was uh. it was cool so but i highly recommend that 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 especially when Disneyland reopens, that we all take that moment to just be grateful for what Walt built. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I think we'll all be a little more grateful the next time we can <laughs> yes, get for into the sure. park. Yeah, any other questions about the trip? Did I not cover anything or anything you wonder about the pandemic or I've got not all the, the pandemic in general. I, I mean the pandemic at Disney. Right. <laughs> I I don't know. I think you covered it. Yep. I mean it sounds like uh you felt pretty safe there. Totally. So Yeah. And open, if Florida open, can do open. it, so can California. <laughs> yeah, I I believe that, the, and they've said they can, which tells me they can. Uh-huh. Dis- when Disney parks say they can do something, they can. Yeah. yeah. They don't take that lightly. You know, that's their culture. So I don't know how they do it because, again, the lines were so stretched out. But I believe if they say they can, they got a plan. Let's get the parks. It'll be open. weird when it opens because you're going to have Avengers Campus uh-huh. ready to go, I'm sure. Yeah they've been working on that it's basically going to be like a whole new park by the time you get to go <laughs> yeah i don't think i'm going to renew my annual pass for the first several months because yeah, it's just yeah. going to be so packed you know i think it's going to be so many people with pent-up demand and especially locals yeah there, so yeah i think i'll give well, it a few months and then renew my annual pass and it'll be good depending awesome. on how california lets disney open it could only be locals for the first little while Touché. yeah so. if you live within a certain radius all right. Well, uh, thanks for the uh, trip report. And yeah. Let us know uh, fun. what the parks are like uh, during this crazy, crazy time. Sure. So. And if any of the listeners are going or have questions about what something was like, feel free to reach out and I'll answer your questions. Speaking of that, where can uh, where can people find you and uh, oh, your yeah. podcast? So we're on Facebook. Uh, we're most active on Instagram. Uh, I think it's just at Castle Pod. But if you search Castle Collective Podcast, you'll find us, and we announce our episodes there, and we post some pictures. And But uh, Facebook or Instagram, and you can message me. It's On Facebook, we're, I think we're The Castle Collective, and then on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. we're, we're just at Castle Pod. So, yeah, we'd love to, love to hear from you. It'd be great. Awesome. Go check him out, Castle Collective. It's awesome. We're on there, so of course it's awesome. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to this episode. We kept you a little late, but hopefully it was worth it. Uh, I feel it was. I'm sure Brian feels the same. Um, I Brandon guess that sent himself. us the email will love this episode because oh, yeah. it was his favorite episodes when Sean Rapier was yeah, on the show. Hey, show, Brandon. So. Special hello. Thank you. <laughs> Well, awesome. Uh, Again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your week to listen to the newest episode of Word on the Main Street podcast. 
Um, again, if you haven't, please leave us a nice review and subscribe to the podcast on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, and Audible. And again, uh, go go follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Just search Word on the Main Street and we should pop up. Uh, and then, of course, we want to thank Bryce Gardner for the theme song. He does music under the name of Delta Theory. So go check him out on most music streaming platforms. Thank you guys so much for listening to us this week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Good night. Good night.